Welcome to the Youth Voices podcast, a platform for young people, by young people, so that they can share, in their own words, topics, issues, challenges, on the things that are most prevalent to them in today's new emerging world. And today I'm speaking with Amy, Claire and Skye from Redford. Amy and Claire, I met you at the protests for Black Lives Matter, obviously a big topic and a big issue right now and that's what I wanted to kind of get into straight away with you guys and just kind of, um, if I could start with you, Amy, how you feel on what's going on today and also why did you attend the protest on Monday? So I think the whole thing is really heartbreaking because like, I feel like I knew this kind of stuff was happening but I didn't realise how bad and how serious it was until obviously like the George Floyd video came out and all the other things have come out recently and so for me I was like I felt like yes I'm um, telling people about it I'm reposting things but I felt like I had to stand up and like share my voice and like just be a part of something that we all agree on and something that we can fight for so that's why I went yeah. And then just for you, Claire, because um, if I may share your ages, Amy, you're 17, is that right? And Claire, yeah. you're a little bit younger. How old are you, Claire? I'm 13. You're 13. So just um, again to you with all, all of the things that are going on, what were your reasons for attending the protest on Monday in Bedford? So similar to Amy's, I was like seeing everything and like reposting, trying to spread awareness. And at, at first I asked my mum if I could go to a protest and she said no. And I was just like, because I felt really bad if I was just like not going to do anything and like criticise other people for not doing things. So I was like, oh, I have to do something. Like, I can't just, like, stay quiet and do nothing. So that's what I was going to So I'm just going to come out to you, Sky, and just um, your reasons for going. I know that there was a little crew, crew of you. So what were your reasons for going? Well, mine's the same as Amy and Claire. I mean, I obviously being the posting for own awareness, but I wanted to actually go and make a change and feel like I'm actually having an impact on something. And obviously, I've never been to a protest before. I want to see what it's like and, like, feel the atmosphere and hear other people opinions on what's going on and stuff so the main reason I went is I wanted to make a difference. What did you kind of take away from the day Amy? Um, I think one of the main things was that because I'm a Christian um, and somebody came to come and speak and said about how in the Bible it talks about how um, it talks about justice and how we should like fight for justice with every bone in our body mm-hmm. and I never knew that was in the Bible. Like, I had no idea. And so from that, I've taken that. And um, I think it's kind of encouraged me more to do more. Because already I, I know I was doing some stuff. But, like, I feel like now because, like, it was in, it's in the Bible and that's something that God wants me to do, it's pushed me to, like, want to fight for justice more and fight for, like, the right things. So I think that's one thing I took away from it. I know you just mentioned there that there are some things that you are doing already. Can you can you share those? What you would like to see happen next? Because I think protesting is great, and it gives us you know a sense of purpose and and, and connects us and, and we're involved. But the question is, what next after the protest? What what will you be doing? Okay. Um. Uh. Next, like after the protest. So I've already written a letter to the head of year for my school, um, asking to like change like a bit of the lessons asking for us to like 
learn about Black history, not just in the month of October, um, but throughout the year. And I brought out the fact that last year, no, this current year, we didn't do anything for Black History Month, like this October. So I just like wanted to like push the fact that we need to like learn things. And yeah, that's and, that, and, and that's action as a result of going to the protest that you yourself have taken already. You've decided to write to your head teacher because education and history is important for you. That that that's amazing. Sky, just in terms of you, what action will you take or have you taken? following on from the protest, because I, I did speak to a number of people there and I said that we do ha- all have to become agents of change. And that starts just with us personally, because I think and one young person said to me, well, I don't know, I don't know what to do or I don't know who to speak to. And sometimes the task can actually feel so big trying to create change. And I just wanted to break it down and say, well, actually, no, it just starts with the one small action you can take and Claire you've demonstrated that by writing to your your head teacher but again it could just be a tiny thing that you're doing within your community and actually even when you're seeing something wrong so is there anything else anyone has done that they want to share I haven't oh. done it yet but it's a plan um but what uh, me and a friend are trying to do is we're trying to create an event where in like um our local area where we can just like get people to come and to sing songs from like black songs from black artists um poems um freedom of speech like acting um for people to just come and like like spread their culture and from where they come from and stuff like that and so for people to also learn more about black people and where they come from and the things that come from black people so that's something we're trying to do in like an event that we're trying to um make happen um just so that people just to kind of spread awareness and for people to see what we can do. Um, so, yeah. I just think that, Amy, that, that's amazing that that's an idea that you've had, that, that you have and that you're actually talking about. I think that, because I met you guys in, is it Perry Perry? And we were having a conversation about yeah. education. Yeah. And, um, so that's amazing. I, I guess just my question as well, it's before these protests, and obviously we are in um, strange times, let's say, what, what have been your experiences of kind of, you know, black history or, you know, have you ever been to the type of event that you're, you're planning, Amy, or something like that? What, what is No, I haven't. <laughs> um, so because you've not because you've not seen or had it and you've been to the protests, is is that where that came from? Yeah, I wanna know what that Yeah, I think that's where it came from. So tell me a little bit more about that in in terms of like what, what will it look like, where will it be, how many people were there, just really build the picture and mm-hmm. so I can see the See um, so I, I can feel it, but I, I wanna see it. We're hoping for it to be <laughs> Say that again. We're hoping for it to be hopefully like in Bedford Park. We're hoping for it to be like in Bedford Park um, and to see if we can get, honestly, as many people that will want to come and are willing to come. Um, We're hoping maybe next year because of like the coronavirus and stuff. So hopefully when that all settles down and stuff. Um, But we're just planning to get as many people that want to participate, that want to come and watch, that want to just come and just see what we're doing, like, just as many people as possible. So yeah. Did you say that you're working with with somebody, one of your friends? Yeah, one of my friends. She she was the one who actually sparked the idea, and together we were talking and we've kind of been planning it. We're just trying to find a way to 
actually make it happen and so, so we're gonna have to like reach out to people so tell me yeah. what you tell me what you think that um because i think one of the things i said to you when i met you in peri peri i think it was claire when you said about the education i think is it in milton Keynes that you go to yeah. and yeah. that you'd had this idea and i know obviously you've written to your head teacher which i think is amazing but you you weren't quite sure what to do and i said just do it anyway just in terms of finding people to support or help you, have, have you been able to do that? So do you know who to speak to and reach out to to make, i.e., your event happen, Amy? <laughs> yes and no. I have some people in mind that I know that, like, um, have their own, like, companies and stuff that, like, run events for these kind of things. So I know those people, so I know I can reach out to them. But in terms of, like, getting higher support from like maybe the council and stuff I haven't really I don't really know who to go to but it's always something that I can like research and ask people do you know how I can get in touch with this person and who can help me with this person so yeah I think think that's yeah I think that's the whole point of activism is actually taking action and taking the first step you're actually absolutely right Amy and if one of the things that you've spoken about wanting to do an event um you're christian and you were inspired by hearing somebody speaking about the bible so that aligns with who you are and your values claire you've opted to write to your head teacher so i'm guessing presuming education is important for you and it's important that any of these things that you're doing and that you want to drive make sure that you drive them and that you don't lose sight of the reasons why you're doing doing them and also what they actually mean to you just I, being at that protest on Monday really made me feel part of a community that I had not seen before and personally for me that is what I would like to see grow and develop and people becoming really more connected I think that's why I called the podcast Youth Voices Connect because it really is you know when we're connected we can achieve more so as a result of this and the work that you're doing how would you how would you like it to grow and how would you like things to change? I think, I think it's just as simple as like, just continuing with what we're doing. Like, I know we can't protest every day. I know we can't like, you know, always meet up every day, but I think the fact that we're all as a community fighting for one thing to support one thing, I think that, itself is so strong and I think it shouldn't even just be for black lives like if there's anything that happens that we know is wrong Mm -hmm. we should all come together and fight for that and so I think that's one thing that I think I don't know I think we should keep going with that I think that's one thing we can change because I feel like it took a big thing for a whole community to come together and connect and I feel like it doesn't have to take a big thing if you see something that's wrong you as part of a community should say no this is wrong I'm gonna help this person I'm gonna stand up for this thing so yeah that's what I think what do you think Claire I think that um obviously with the protest some people aren't there for the right reasons and some people are there just like as a way to get out like out the house and I think that people need to like set their priorities straight and continue to like fight for the right things for the right reasons because people are losing their lives and you should be like taking that as a opportunity to like 
leave your house system. That's really interesting to hear that from you. So I think we can all maybe agree on what, what the right reasons are. But you mentioned that, you know, some people are protesting for the wrong reasons. What 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 do you mean by that? Not protesting for the wrong reasons, but just like being there and like maybe seeing the wrong side of the point that people are there for. Sky, do you have anything to add to that? I think I understand what she means. I mean, obviously some people want to go to a protest just to stand there and just to to go out and meet their friends and stuff and not actually like scream things like Black Lives Matter or not try and like speak or not try and like like do stuff. I, th- I think I, I understand what she means. When I went to the protest, I saw a lot of people just standing there and just walking with their friends and all laughing and they, they left and we started doing the walk. Like I think it's a bit pointless. Like if you're going to go to a protest, you need to protest. Let me ask you the question, guys. What has it been like for you during lockdown? It's been boring, man. <laughs> it's been so boring. It's been so, so boring. I feel like there's nothing really to do. But somebody, the thing is, somebody said something to me the other day and um, they asked me if this whole George Floyd thing happened when we weren't in lockdown, would we have the same reaction? And interesting. I was thinking Very about it and I was like, we like I don't know if we would and we were talking about it and we were saying that I think it's affected us so much because we're at home we're just looking at our phones constantly we're looking at the news constantly and this is the only thing that's playing over and over again mm-hmm. whereas if we were at work or at school we would see it but we won't be so focused on it and so when she said that to me I was like it's so true so I think being in the lockdown, it's a good thing, as in, like, we've, we're seeing what's really happening. But at the same time, man, it's boring. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> My view for the comment around people maybe not there for the right reasons, I think, I would challenge you to say that maybe they were, because as humans, um, we crave connection. We like to be around other people. Some people are very outspoken extrovert some people are very introvert some people know exactly what they want to do some some people may be very are are very unclear as am I in certain situations sky will know (laughs) like 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 with technology so um I would just kind of think about not necessarily that they were there for the wrong reasons that it was all they had at the time maybe what's it been like for you well for me obviously I'm in year 11 so I'll supposed to be doing my GCSEs now so it's quite emotional because it's 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 obviously different and I haven't got to do my GCSEs and in lockdown I've been very bored obviously like I don't really have school work to do because I'm not exactly in school anymore so I'm kind of just waking up and I'm kind of just sitting watching Netflix but I mean I have to remember I'm not going to get this time back this is a long time of just like free time I think that's why I want to try that's why I started to do the podcast because it's something to do and obviously I need to fill up this this time with stuff to do because this is, when you think about it, it's kind of a blessing in a way because you, this is time you can just focus on yourself and get things done and stuff like that. So in a way it's good and bad, I'd say it's like you know. I've, I've, I think that's an amazing, amazing way to look at something that we're all going through that has been, has been, has been a little bit negative to look, look at it as a blessing and to use the time wisely. Claire, I'm going to come to you. What's lockdown, um, lockdown being like for you? I think it's been very helpful for me because I have school work to do, obviously, because I'm still quite young. But um, I've been able to do things that I wouldn't have had the time to do before. 
have an aim to focus on the things that I want. So I've been doing a little bit of like renovating the house. So I started on the stairs, but didn't paint in. Have you been doing that yourself? Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and I've also had the time to um, like tidy my room and like change things around so it looks a little more pleasing. I should maybe come and ask you to come yeah. and help me. You, you guys all sound like you've been way, way, way more, way more productive than me. So um, obviously now restrictions have been lifted or a bit like it's been slightly eased. I'm trying to, how do you feel coming out of this situation? I feel like straight after COVID, I think everyone's going to be rushing to go out and there'll be a lot of queues and everyone will be out. And I'm kind of scared for that because I feel like Say, for example, if Boris says you can, everyone can go out, I feel like this is too soon, everyone might jump out and like have parties and stuff. And I, I feel like it will come back. I think I'm scared for that, but also I'm happy because, I mean, I, I want a summer because obviously it's summer soon. I think, but I think a lot of people have to remember it won't, you can't just go straight back to normal. It ha- you have to kind of ease into it and maybe meet a small group of friends first and then slowly build it up because you don't want to risk like, bringing it back so I think I'm kind of worried for it but also obviously excited because I haven't gone out properly in a long time but it's just so I'm guessing what I'm hearing is from you you just you're excited as we all are I'm the same as Sky I think because I feel like I'm like I'm so excited to see my friends go out but it's just the fact that like I feel like people are gonna like they're just gonna not abide by the rules they're gonna go crazy and honestly I don't blame them like you haven't seen your friends haven't been able to go out for so long but it's just scary because a second wave could always come and it could always be worse than it was before so but yeah apart from that I think I'm excited just to get out so yeah <laughs> get out see friends socialize and then what about you Claire um I think I'm very similar to like both of them like, I'm really excited to go back to Highwood, like, before that. But I know that's, like, just not reality. Like, it's not going to go back exactly how it was because there's either going to be people who are, like, overexcited that they're allowed out, like, rushing to hug everybody. <laughs> and there's going to be people that are going to, like, carry on maintaining social distancing and, like, trying to stay away and being, like, wary of themselves. So I want to ask you all, like, you, you've all kind of had similar views, but then Sky, you said you, you're concerned that people, you know, may or may not, won't stick to the rules. Like, Amy, you're, you're happy to be going back. but uh, So um, just wanted to say, like, what would you do? How will you challenge that or will you challenge that as young people in the community and also agents of change now you, that you've also been out protesting? Is, is that something that you will challenge yeah, I think definitely, because I feel like if I don't challenge it, nobody else is going to challenge it. And you always have to be the first one to make a step, otherwise nothing's going to happen. Is that normally um, you? So, like, even with, like, friends I've met up with... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so even with, like, friends I've met up with recently, like, they've instantly wanted to come and hug me, and I'm like, whoa, remember, <laughs> there's still a really? virus around. And so I'm like, you have to keep our distance, bring your yeah. masks, do this, that, and the other... So I think for me personally, I will definitely like say something and I'll be like, remember, <laughs> there's a virus. So, yeah. Awesome. And uh, what would you do if people are doing things that you don't quite agree with post-COVID? How, you know, how, how would you challenge them or you know, what advice would you give them? 
I will obviously try my best, but sometimes it's hard, like, to just get away with things and, like, forget. But I'll try my best, and um, with my friends, I just, like, keep reminding them, like, just be careful, you know, I don't want that to be a second wave, because, like, you have to remember, like, even if it's, like, feels, like, great, then it's going to affect other people. And, like, how Amy said, like, you have to change it, otherwise nobody else will. If everybody has the same mentality that somebody else is going to do it, nothing is going to get done. So, yeah. Absolutely. Do you know, I, I, I think, um, I don't know if, uh, I know Amy, you're on the uh, Youth Voices Instagram page, and one of the things that I always say is that young yeah. people are the future, and that is certainly what I'm hearing today, in that, you know, you, you're prepared to stand up for the things that you believe in and try and tackle and do something about it. So I know that we're in good hands going forward. And Sky, anything for you to add to that? What you would do in those circumstances if someone was doing something um, that you didn't necessarily agree with, agree with post-COVID? Um, I think it's easy to, to tell family and friends, like, keep back and stuff, and obviously remember there's a virus, but I feel like if I saw people in public, like, not following the rule, it's kind of hard to advise people because I would just I would just always remind them that there's still a virus even though you can't see it it's probably still here even if so I just always say to keep distance and bring masks and gloves and stuff what does the future look like for you and what is the impact that you want to make on the world um I'd like to see more done in things like schools um obviously Claire's written a letter to her but um I agree with the thing about Black History Month and stuff like that. I think more needs to be done and more education. I think education's key, especially for young people, because obviously they're the future. I think um, more should be put in place for education and teaching people about things like racism and what to do, what not to do, and stuff like that. That's that's my main thing that I'd say. So that's what that that's what you're going to be focusing on. Awesome. I shall be keeping an eye and watching out for you, Sky. And then, Claire, what's the kind of vision and impact that you personally want to make on, on the world outside of the okay. protesting and COVID? What do you want to do? I just want to continue to spread awareness I'm in other places. Like, I'll try and educate, like, my friends and, like, close family because then they'll educate the people that they know and the people that they know and, like, I just want people to spread the word more and like Sky said with like education like school is kind of the stem of where racism begins because we're kind of taught like peach is the skin colour like when like in primary school doing colouring and stuff like that so um, I think they need to teach young children like how important the quality is and how important it is to like treat each other right. And, that, yeah, and that, that should start from like a much younger age, you said. Is, is, is it, that's not something that you've had in school. I just wanted to ask you, just in terms of kind of, um, I know obviously you're, you're 13 and nobody expects anybody to know what they want to do at 13, but I've got a strong suspicion, Claire, that you, 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 you know. <laughs> what, what is it that you want, you're hoping to go into as like a career? Um, I want to be a paediatric nurse. See, I knew it. <laughs> it's amazing. Keep striving towards that. And with the work that you're doing now, I, I can see that already for you. So over to you, Amy. I just want there to like with the event I'm trying to do, I'm trying to, I think I want people to see that 
there's good coming from black people and not just that we're being killed and not just all like the bad things that people hear. Um, and as well as that, I think also I like to, I like performing arts and with me, like I, there's rarely any performing or musicals or anything that has a main black character in it or yeah. a mainly a predominantly black cast. And so I think for me personally, I want to change that and I want, people of all colours to be able to play any role they want to play, any role that they have the talent to play. It shouldn't just be because, oh, this role is supposed to be a white role, so you're white, so you, you know? So I think for me, that's another big thing I want to do. Much more um, around di- diversity as well. And you, you mentioned yeah. something there that, that, that has come up, um, obviously the topic of racism is so, is so broad, but you, you mentioned something there that I think is really important. I've heard it quite a few times, just around the images of, of black people expand on that a little bit more because it's something that, that comes up all the time mm-hmm. so like I always hear that like oh black people are violent black people are too loud they're aggressive they're angry or oh, you're you're doing drugs you're I'm gonna like it's always to do with those things and like we're getting killed Stereotypes. because apparently we've done something wrong yeah and so but it's not always like that and I feel like people don't realize that Good comes out of black people there's so many good things that we have done as a community that people don't even know about it's some are some of the things i don't even know about so just i'm just gonna ask so, you very quickly just on your own personal platforms within your groups your social media what are you doing to to change that right now those stereotypes and, and, and challenge those images and messages that you're seeing so i get like these images from other people's stories that like are positive things about black people, how black women are beautiful. So I always repost it. And like, personally, I always tell my friends, all of them, the black boys and black girls that like, we're powerful and that we can do anything we put our minds to so that we shouldn't stick to the stereotypes and we should change them. So, yeah. so when you see those, when you see those, you're making sure that you're sharing, you're sharing those and you're talking around those. So like, yeah. Claire and Sky, I'm going to come out to you, like just, what do you think on on that that issue of the, the stereotypes and that we see of black people and you know and, and any other stereotype? Me personally, I absolutely hate it. Like I find it really disrespectful. Like in school, people just say, "Oh, you're loud, you're aggressive. Why are you being so angry?" And I'm really not. I'm just like speaking how I normally would. And I really want to change those stereotypes and. I open discussions when I'm like in my friends and our group chats to make sure that they know that like what happening, what's happening in the world to spread awareness and to make sure that like my black friends know that you know you don't have to be those stereotypes like be who you are. Just yeah, like block out the negativity on our group chats. I just like usually open conversation, like ask them for their opinion, and then if I find that in my eyes like the opinion is like wrong or how they see it I try and correct them and try to like um just like open the conversation a bit more because media and it's like because I do have some like white friends and they do not understand like why people think we are the stereotypes so I tried to like educate them and well have those conversations been like because I know I found it challenging so you're speaking to your white friends how, how have those conversations gone for you what have they been like they don't understand like some people are very like rude because I've 
last year I used to have this anonymous like account where you can obviously say things anonymously and not know who it is. And I did get like a very rude like facial slur comment on there and like hurt me a lot. So I just want my friends to know that like people are doing this and there's evil people in the world and like the stereotypes aren't true. An anonymous account, like on social media or yeah, it's like um, those type of things where you, other people can type messages anonymously and then you can, like, answer it. And usually people do, like, questions on it. But somebody obviously decided to write something new. Okay. I, I've, not, I've, I've not come across that, so that, that, that's, that's new to me. But is that something that Amy or Sky, is that something that you've kind of come across yourselves? And, or, or have you come up with any stereotypes or kind of had that, that experience yourselves? For me, yeah, personally, I have. I've come across the anonymous thing. But in school, um, I had an incident where, as a class, we were discussing something that had happened in the lesson. And during the discussion, a teacher told me that I'm too aggressive and I'm too loud. And for me, at the time, I was like, yo, why is he saying this to me? But then I realised that this, that's the stereotype they have mm-hmm. of us. And so... And I noticed that he didn't say it to anybody else. And I think it was only me and this other girl who were the only black people in the class. He he only said it to us two. And so I've experienced that. And so now I'm very cautious of the way I speak in the lesson. I'm very cautious of the way, how I come across, because I don't want them to think, oh, she's aggressive. She's always angry when I'm not. (laughs) And it's like, I just wish they would ask me, like, are you angry? But it's, I'm not. (laughs) That's just how I am. And so I think with those things, like, I find it difficult because it, that that hurts, man. It hurts a lot. So, yeah. I think certainly one one of the things coming out with, with the protest is that there are so many people coming together and wanting to do the education piece. Yes, obviously, protesting is important. Activism, activism. I can't speak. Activism is important. You know, empowering people is also very important. But also, educating people, educating ourselves, but also other people so that we can kind of work through those stereotypes because a lot of this this stuff is cultural and is a subconscious bias that people have and I've been guilty of it like there has to be an education for everyone in society so that they're actually aware I know I was doing like a lot of conversations before um with young people of Bedford and one of the things that always was coming up wasn't covid and it wasn't it wasn't race racism. What were kind of like the top things or the most important things for you as young people growing up in Bedford, if you, you can even recall a time before COVID, because it seems so long ago. What were what were your top or most important things before COVID that you wanted to change or do or see happen in this town of Bedford? I think for me, the one thing that's always stayed the same throughout this whole thing is that I want to create or see the change in like the music in the drama industry and that what to do with people of color. Mm-hmm. I think that's always been something for me personally that I've always stuck by and I've always wanted to see change about that. So yeah, that's my one. But you hold fast to that dream and vision that you have because yeah, you you will make it happen. And if Claire. Mm-hmm. What, what changes or, you know, was there anything that in Bedford that you wanted to see more of or change or happen 
before COVID, if you can cast your mind that far back? <laughs> so before COVID, I was still kind of set on changing something like with the school that I go to at first. Um, it's only been like that now I've been able to do it because I've had time to like consider what I'm going to write. Like I've been to the protest, so I've had the experience of like what needs to change. But um, before lockdown, it was still like there was a lot of racism kind of happening in the schools. That's what I wanted to change. So really, it's been we've we've had this this horrible episode that we've gone through that is actually turning out to is sounding to be a huge opportunity that both yourselves are grasping. I love that. And Sky, you what will pre-COVID, what, what was the thing that, 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 that you wanted to change or have an impact on or have happened in Bedford? Um, well, obviously, you know already, but um, I said about in Bedford, there's not a lot for young people to do. I mean, I don't know Amy and Claire have the same problem, but I feel like, I understand because Bedford's small, but I feel like there could be more put in place for things for like the youth to do instead of just going to town and walking around and like, sitting in Mackies and stuff. So that was like my main thing I want to change before all this. Um, yeah, just putting more in place for young people, like activities and... and more, res- more resources and activities. But um, yeah, Claire, I think it was the first, first time that I'd met you and Amy, like in the chicken shop, and Amy, um, I think you, you said that you'd seen me. Yeah. I lovingly refer to all of the young people in Bedford, in fact, whether I've met you or not, as family and but it's one of the places why this podcast was started was just out of my frustrations of being the only place that many young people were congregating I wanted Mm. to do something different so um, I'm going to make it my pledge to help and support a people have their voices and also connect um, you to those people potentially that can also help you too. So that's a promise I make to all of you. Um, Sky, I'm not quite sure that I can get you a youth club. It's been such a great conversation to have and I, I hope to have more on these calls or anyone else that you would like to get involved or share their voice share or, or, or how it can be improved. Let me know, please. Please keep sharing your voices, amplifying your voices and the things that you want to do and keep reaching out and being the agents of change um, in your community because you young people of Bedford are the future and only you will change it. So thank you very much for joining me today. I'm going to end this. Thank you so much for tuning into the Youth Voices Connect podcast. Speaking there with Amy... Claire and Sky, three formidable young leaders from Bedford, sharing their experiences of racism and attending the Black Lives Matter protest in Bedford. And as you heard, they shared what it means to them and the changes that they want to see happening in the world and their vision and impact and also the actions that they're taking to change and hopefully improve Black Lives Matter. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, like, share with your friends and leave leave us a review and join us next week on the next episode of Youth Voices Connect. Stay connected.